Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm slash J-O-Y. Southern New England Sports Original. Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. We're back to Cordishi and Coy. Uh, welcome back to Cordishi and Coy on WEEI. Uh, do you want to squeeze in one more phone call yeah, before we get to what grinds time. our gears? Okay. We've got Jeff in Cranston wants to talk about the Patriots and the upcoming offseason for this franchise. Jeff, you're next on Cordishi and Coy on WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Wonderful, Jeff. Jeff how are you? Um, as far as the Patriots and the um, and what's going to take place, I think I'm not a Patriots fan, but I'm, I'm so intrigued in what's going to happen. But I think I their big my fear for the Patriots is if Robert Kraft brings Bill back because of the backlash he made after Brady is both guys walking away nothing. And as far as the offseason, I think that's the So a lot to unpack there, Jeff, and, yeah. and thank you for the phone call. So the first thing he talked about was, um, you know, you know, Kraft might not want to let go of Belichick because he hated the way it ended here with Brady. He doesn't want the same thing to happen. I, I think that's something that a lot of people have talked about. Um, I agree that Bob Kraft would love nothing more than an amicable parting of the ways. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't want this to be contentious in any way, shape, or form. I think that's probably weighing on Bob Kraft more than anything. I think Bob Kraft realizes it is time for a change. I think it's do I want to pull the trigger? Yeah, you know, and 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 I'm with you too. Like I still think Bill can coach, but all the other stuff I think has to be taken away from Bill. I just don't think that you need. I don't think Robert Kraft is going to do this. He he. That's that to me is sort of on the side of an emotional decision. And I, I think Bob Kraft is a he is a good businessman. And but he I, can he can be an emotional guy too. He can be, but I just don't think in his business decision. I I don't feel he's going to do that. I don't think he's he's worried about the reality. I think he needs to make a clear decision. 
I'm doing this because it is best for the franchise. But you don't think he could sell in my heart of hearts? I don't think Bill should be shopping for the groceries, but I do think he can still coach. You don't think? That oh that no, is of course a... I think that. What I'm saying yeah. is what what Jeff, the caller, said was yep. he's worried about backlash for uh, moving on from Belichick after also moving on yep. from Brady. You can't worry about yeah. that. Is yeah. what what I'm saying is he's not going to worry about that, and you can't worry about that. That to me is emotional. That he needs yeah. to make a business decision. Period. I think at this point there'd be more backlash if he keeps them. I agree. I so agree. in terms of the Bears and the Cardinals being one two right now, so I think it's very interesting what's going on in Chicago. To me, I, I can see Chicago not taking Marvin Harrison for two reasons. Number one, if they decide they're going to stick with Justin Fields, I think it's more likely they trade out of the top spot. Yeah. If they're staying with Fields, they can get a King's ransom for giving up the top overall pick for a team that wants a quarterback. So I can see them trading out if they are committed to Justin Fields. And by the way, the other side of that is if they're not committed to Justin Fields and they don't believe he's the answer, then they're going to stay there and take a quarterback. Right. Right. So that's what I think is going to happen with the number one pick. A quarterback's going to be taken. The Cardinals, another interesting scenario, too. Like Kyler Murray has not turned out to be the guy – that they thought, but financially they are locked into him, it would appear. So he could definitely use a weapon like a Marvin Harrison Jr. That's the team I worry about more so than than I think the, the Chicago Bears. Um, but again, the Cardinals also know we're sitting at number two, and if we're stuck with Kyler Murray, maybe we can get a lot to trade out of this spot. So yeah. I, I really don't know. A lot of scenarios. I, I could see Marvin Harrison going two, three, four, five, anywhere in, in that range. And, and Jeff said, you know, if the Patriots fall to, what, four or five, whatever, are they going to get the, the player that nobody else wants? That, that's not the case because you're in the top five of the draft. So if you're in the top five of the draft, you're going to get a pretty darn good player. It's just that another team may value – this quarterback or Marvin Harrison or this left tackle. And who's to say who's going to be the best pro quarterback? Exactly. You, you don't know. You don't know. Oh, we got the fourth quarterback taken. That doesn't mean he's not going to turn out to be the best. You don't know. The Edmonton Oilers took Taylor Hall number one overall. The Boston Bruins took Tyler Sagan number two. Who's had the better career? Right. You right. know, And it wasn't because he was a worse off player because he's a better player. It's, right. it's had a better career. So it, it happens. They just felt at the time that they made the judgment. That's the, the tricky part of the draft. You make a judgment on who you think is going to be best for you and who the best player is going to be, and you go from there. All right, Coit. We both have stuff that grinds our gears. Yeah. You brought this up, though, at the beginning of the show. I'm going to let you start. What is really grinding your gears? All right, so a uh, few different things. Um, number one, I'll make the first two quick. Number one, I, I heard Stephen A. Smith, and, and I, he rightfully just got crushed on social media. He, he had a take this week where he said that they, they should move the Rose Bowl, Bowl out of the Rose Bowl and play it like SoFi Stadium. I did not hear that. Oh, it was like the whole point of it being the Rose Bowl is that you play in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So he got crushed. I don't need to say much more than that. It was just really dumb. It was just a dumb take. Okay. Number two, Colin Cowherd went on this rant yesterday about how he feels that Jason Tatum may have missed his championship window, and he's not as good as some of the other young players in the league. And he basically said, like, there's the old, there's, like, groups of players. There's the old guard, like LeBron and guys like that. Then there's, like, the new guys. And then there's the guys that are sort of, you know, right there, right now, your stars, Tatum, um, you know, guys like that. And he basically said, like, Jason Tatum may have missed his championship window two years ago because guys like, you know, Shea Gilgis are, you know, are better now, Luke is better, all that. Yep. 
to me, it's like, Colin, here's the point that you're forgetting. They're all great players. Tatum has a better team than those guys right now, and this is the opportunity. If he doesn't win it this year or the next couple of years with the squad that they've built right now, then maybe you can make that argument. But basically, he's like, I don't know, he's talking about Anthony Edwards, who's a good player, but, like, he better than Tatum? I don't, I don't think so. I, you know, some of the guys that he's talking about, Jokic was a guy that he mentioned. Obviously, Jokic won a championship last year, but Jokic had a good team around him, too. Yep. Jokic is a really good player. So it's not about just the player. It's about you know, teams. And by the way, LeBron, it took him about this long to win his first championship. And what happened? He won his first championship with a great team around him. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, like that Miami team was really good. And they finally figured it out and they won a championship. So I don't know. That one grinded my gears because I'm like, did he miss a championship window? You're talking about this when the Celtics are the favorite to win the NBA title at the moment. I don't know. It's just weird timing on that one. So whatever. That one's just a take that I disagreed with. But Joe, you got the audio ready here for this? Yeah, it's about a minute. Okay. Let's play the thing that's really grinding my gears. You're going to laugh at this. Okay, And sorry, sorry to my Yankee fan listeners out there, but I'm not sorry. Here's Gary Sheffield on the uh, Foul Territory show with A.J. Pierzynski this week talking about the 2004 LCS and the Red Sox and how that all played out. Please, But go I ahead, heard Joe. a couple of stories come out, and it's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. Like when Pedro said that I think Kenny Lofton or somebody said something that got them going. It's nothing that nobody can say to get you going you should have been ready to go anyway you're in the 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 playoffs trying to get to the world series and so (laughs) that ain't have nothing to do with it because we kicked this behind um two games in a row and we kicked shillings behind um and so the bottom line is we lost the game because our relievers couldn't close the game out that's how we lost the game and bottom end of story and so and then when you hear um um Who's the other guy? Uh, Kevin Millar talking about, you know, you know, they, they just was loose and they was drinking this and that. No, they were scared. The bottom line was they were scared. And I remember going to first base and he was like, man, y'all going to do us like this. Y'all can't let us get one. Who talks like that in the middle of a game? You know, that, that, that's, that's guys that scared. You know, the bottom line is they got lucky. And that's what happened. So you, you, you took advantage of. Y'all had the stronger pitching. Y'all was more deeper in the pitching, and y'all and it, and it worked for y'all in the long run. And Joe Torre made some moves that blew it. That's what happened. Wow, throwing wow. Torre under the bus there at the end. First of all, scared, lucky, please. I mean, please. They were loose. And by the way, when they pounded you in Game Seven at Yankee Stadium. Uh, and pounded you. They pounded your starting pitching, too, in that game seven. So even after your bullpen, you know, lost that game four, okay, the infamous game four at Fenway that kept the Red Sox alive. Yeah. You know, when you got hammered in game seven at Yankee Stadium, that wasn't your relief pitching that blew that one. So, And that didn't look like a scared team to me that came out and just absolutely roasted you on your home field. Scott, the idiocy of this take or of this rant by Gary Sheffield, I was laughing because I'm like – Dude, you just the the team that you just described as scared and blowing it and making wrong decisions and bullpen not holding on to leads. That's you, dude, not the Red Sox. They played loose. Yeah, and they won four straight games and they right. completed the greatest comeback in baseball history. 
And then, oh, by the way, did they look scared in the World Series when they swept the Cardinals? They won eight straight games, dude. Yeah, they weren't ready to go or whatever in the beginning of the series. Not how you start the series. It's how you finish it there, Gary. And guess what, Gary? You had 17 at-bats in the final four games of the ALCS, and you had one freaking hit. What a joke that take is. Get out of here with that. Lucky, you lost four straight games in the ALCS. That's a joke of a take. All these years later, what a loser. That's a guy that just can't. What a loser. It's a guy that just can't admit to being a part of the greatest joke in Major League Baseball history. Loser. Yeah. Yeah. Period. I just, I could not believe my ears when I'm listening to that. And to blame our relief pitchers. So essentially saying, Mariano Rivera is the reason. He blames Mariano. Mariano and Joe Joe Torre. The the greatest closer, one of the greatest managers of all time. What an idiotic. Yeah. Minute and 20 seconds. All right, so what grinds my gears? You saw what happened with the Lions-Cowboys game last Saturday night. Okay, the failed two-point conversion, and the official botched it, but Detroit was trying to pull a fast one to disguise who was reporting as eligible. So, look, there's a lot of blame to go around. Ultimately, the ref screwed it up, but Detroit, in its effort in trying to deceive the Cowboys, also fooled the official. So, look, but Felger... Goes on and says, <laughs> "Here we go. Nobody, nobody cares about this stupid stuff. I, really? I and, and he went back to the Patriots' 2014 game against the Ravens, yep. where they Belichick debuted the ineligible receiver in <laughs> Shane Vereen. Right. And he says, "Nobody cares about that stuff. They just want to, no. They do. Yeah. I'm a lifelong Patriots fan. I was at that playoff game. That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen a team do and a coach do. I'm like." brilliant it turned the tide of that game the Ravens were dominating the football game and Belichick pulls this magic out of his hat and Baltimore had no idea what the frig to do they're like oh my god do we cover Shane Marine do we I got so pissed I was in the stands and I saw what they were doing like this is brilliant because the Ravens were so confused defensively it got to the point where after the Patriots did it three or four times Bill Vinovich was the head referee and he says number 23 Shane Marine is reporting as ineligible and he says this on the microphone you don't have to cover him and I was pissed as a Patriots fan I'm like don't tell the Ravens how to do their job let those dummies figure it out on their own yeah I thought it was a stroke of genius. I'm like, this is the ultimate Bill Belichick playing chess while others are playing checkers. So don't try to tell me that no Patriot fans and no football fans don't care about that. I would disagree with you. You're always looking for that competitive edge, and that was a stroke of genius by Bill Belichick, and I couldn't have eaten it up any more than I did that night. Yeah, it was, it, it was something we'd never seen before. Oh, oh, nobody cares about that. I mean, come on. Well, that's get over yourself. Things, things that confuse him, like technology, always frustrate him, and, and it sparks those rants. Get over yourself. So if, it's, if it's more than than just a simple thing, it, it confuses. That was, yourself. I thought, one of the greatest things I've ever seen from a coaching <laughs> standpoint. I'm like, wow, I don't, I've never seen somebody come in and report an ineligible receiver, and, and you know the way they did it. I think uh, 
you know, Huamanumanui, whatever his name was, a tight end, he lined up as tackle on the other side. So he truly was in, yeah. uh, uh, ineligible. Or maybe he was – whatever it was. But Vereen was ineligible but because they see him. They're like, well, we got to cover him. He's a running back. Yeah. But on every snap of the football, Vereen's lined up on the line of scrimmage, hit step back into the backfield because if he goes downfield, it's a penalty on the Patriots. It was brilliant. But Baltimore dedicated a defensive back to him because they didn't know what to do. And I still think that, Scott, that whole thing, I think it when I the Ravens got – got frustrated by that and ticked off and the Patriots made their post-game comments like learn the rules I think that's what sparked deflate I totally agree with you I think they They blew the whistle whistle. with the Colts on the Patriots because they got made to look silly in that playoff game yep I I agree with you well if tomorrow is Bill Belichick's final game as head coach of the Patriots this Patriot fan says thank you Bill Thanks for all the great memories. Thanks for all you did for this franchise. Is it time to move on? I think a lot of people can make that argument, yes. Okay, I'm okay with that. Whatever Bob Kraft's decision is, as long as it's not keeping him in charge of the draft and free agency, um, if he wants to keep him as head coach, I'm okay with that. If he wants to move on, I'm okay with that too. But I think we need to thank Bill Belichick for all that he's brought to this organization and this region. I'm sure we'll have more uh, time to do that. Ne- uh, well, actually, no. We're off next we week. We are off next Saturday. And then the following <laughs> Saturday, we're on from 10 to noon. Right. So remember that. No show next Saturday. The following Saturday, we're on from 10 to noon. Yeah, we've, we've got the uh, the NFL playoffs. They've got, we've got some uh, betting shows, I believe, uh, on you know Odyssey. And, M- Mark and Kitchen, there, so. 10 to noon next week. Us, yep. 10 to noon the following. Correct. Well, then I'll say that you know I'm fascinated to see what happens, but ultimately I think it is going to be, there's going to be a change in Foxborough, and um, it's been a heck of a run. Heck of a run, heck of an era, and... We shall see. Mark and Kitchen starring Devin Telgani coming your way next. Joey P., great job as always for Nick Coit. I'm Scott Cordishi. Have a great weekend, everybody. This is Cordishi and Coit, Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 